Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and welcome to the Omarpreneur podcast. And my guest today is Suad Hamam. Suad, assalamu alaikum. Welcome to the podcast. Wa alaikum assalam. How are you today? Alhamdulillah, how are you? I'm very good. I'm really excited to kind of share your story with our listeners today. And for those who don't know Suad, she is the founder of Hazel Apparel. And Hazel Apparel is the fir- is the world's first modest medical wear brand. So really interesting and unique product that she's created here. And this is a product where she really wants to help uh, healthcare workers essentially wear mo- wear modest dress while still being in uniform, which is super cool, mashallah. And all these products are carefully designed to combine style, comfort at an affordable price. So I want to talk about how you even came up with this idea. Uh, you know, what inspired you to create this? Like, are you yourself a nurse? Or are you not? I was so curious when I saw this. So walk yeah. me through what even like what even brought up the idea? Why did you think of creating this? Yeah, so uh, it all started when I moved to Canada um, in 2011. And I decided to pursue my career in dental hygiene. Mm-hmm. So first I was in school and this is where it all started. Like um, yeah. uh, when they told us, okay, now it's time to go to clinic. You have to be ready in uniform next week. I was like, oh my God, what I'm going to wear. Yeah. <laughs> so I started to look on the internet and all what I found was short sleeved, like what everyone uh, else wears. So, okay. <sighs> That was the only option available at that time. So I decided, okay, so I'm going to size up and yeah. wear another shirt under it. Mm-hmm. But going to the clinic, it was really uncomfortable. And um, I always felt um, um, like outdated and all the other girls were looking like cute and nice. And right. I always felt like uncoordinated at some point. And Sometimes it was too hot when it was stressful um, period. So it all started back then, but it was only an idea when I realized that, okay, there's a gap in the market. But mm-hmm. at that point, I was only a student struggling between my house, my college. I didn't, I was not thinking about starting this business at that time, but I always, I was always talking about this idea in my head and yeah, this is how it came out of my own need for that thing. Okay, and yeah. are you still um, are you still a dental hygienist right now? I am a dent- like I am a dental hygienist, but I, right now I'm full time mother and a business owner. I'm, okay, I'm working as a hygienist. Mashallah. So you so you're you're working full time on this business right now. You've ended up just going full time into entrepreneurship. So. Yeah. What was that like for you to go from, you know, someone who was working as a dental hygienist to then going full time into launching your own business? Did you even see yourself as an entrepreneur growing up? Did you think you would ever make that transformation when you were going Uh, through school? Actually, it all started during the pandemic Mm -hmm. because I had like my second son before the pandemic. I had my third son like the beginning of the pandemic. So I was still at home in my maternity leave. Yeah. And then we were, everyone was at home, me, my husband, and and the kids, like everyone else. And I took that opportunity to sit down with my husband and talk about the idea of this business. We started sketching some drawings. We started, um, like, thinking, oh, my God, okay, then Mm -hmm. how many designs, how many pants, how many, which colors are we going to do? And after we uh, thought about all these um, uh, things... We started uh, contacting uh, manufacturers and then mm-hmm. we started receiving some samples. 
we wanted to make sure that it is um, like um, um, matching our values and what we wanted uh, for the quality and for the design as well. After receiving, um, we contacted about like four to five factories. Then we decided to go with the one that we are in right now. Mm-hmm. After that, after placing the bulk order, uh, it was the time to work on the social media, or on the creating the website, and then the whole thing started. But I had zero experience with business. Okay. So I, I had to learn all this stuff like um, step by step to be able yeah. to. Um, and alhamdulillah, now I'm, it's not only me. We're we're, um, we're a group of six people right now working Mashallah, on this that's project. Amazing. Yeah, alhamdulillah. So we have. Like we started with me and another one, and now we're a group of six. Yeah. So how did it how did it grow to that point? I mean, you you started off as you mentioned. Like, of course, it's it was a it was probably like you're giving me the high level view, but it was probably a journey that included many steps, and there was a lot of things that you needed to go through. Yeah. So. And, if, if I rewind, rewind to the beginning and then we'll talk about how you got here and grew that company to mashallah to six people. So you initially had this idea of modest scrubs. Are you even someone who is a fashion designer? I'm guessing you didn't have any background in designing clothes, uh, right? No, I don't have any background in design, but... How did you do that? How did you overcome it? Because when you think about like how many Muslims are now living in, 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 in these countries, like in North yeah. America, like where we are right now, you can look at the other um, sectors like um, like modest swimwear, modest activewear, modi- mm-hmm. modest wedding dresses, modest um, like evening gowns and all mm-hmm. this stuff. Like now it's it's much easier than before. Before I remember yeah. my mother's they like uh, before they used to struggle a lot finding uh, proper clothing. Yeah. But now all these sectors have been touched already and there are so many active wear brands swimwear mm. brands but the the scrubs was not touched so i always felt that there is a gap like there are so many um scrubs brand but no one uh was like muslim owned um yeah. maybe there was some i don't know but it was not branded it was not right. um there on social media, there was no exposure for them on the internet because I looked, I couldn't find for myself. Yeah. Did you feel like it was when you got the idea? Because a lot of people get ideas, right? Yeah. There's a difference between those who get ideas and actually execute on them and those where the yeah. idea remains forever just an idea. What drove you to execute? And then, like 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 you said, you're not even a fashion designer, so then you had to go and design clothes and you had to go into this whole business, which is outside of your comfort zone. It's something completely new. Yeah. Um, and mashallah, and you've been able to do it successfully. Yeah. What even drove you to that? Did you Did you at any point in time hesitate or feel like you didn't have what it takes or like you you weren't good enough because a lot of people experience that when they're first launching a business um so the only thing with my business was actually there was no like database that Mm -hmm. i launched my business like after i i've done like a research because there was no as i told you there was no community there is no um research that I could make. So it was all because of my personal need. Mm-hmm. And then um, uh, I had like a couple of family members here and there. And then we were, I asked them like, would you buy something like this? And they were like, oh my God, yes, for sure. 
we will do it like instead of, of wearing two tops we will wear just one and then the coverage that we desire absolutely we will go for it 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 was a, a chance that i had to take <laughs> yeah you know for sure yeah and and what 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 pushed you to take that chance what made you feel like I could do this because a lot of people get these ideas and they don't. Do you feel like it was your belief in yourself? You yes. had this confidence? You have or? to believe in yourself and you have to, like, I'm known for the woman that doesn't know how to sit down. <laughs> right. I'm always doing something. Either mm -hmm. I'm at school or pregnant or at, like, I, I have to do something at some mm -hmm. point. So uh, I, I always like to push myself even more to learn more stuff. And then without this opportunity, how would I know like how to use social media, how to start a website? So I always felt like I want to learn more. I want to do more. Like yeah. I want my business to like, I didn't just want to launch a business. I wanted to do a change. Mm -hmm. Like anyone could do a business, like, yeah. but there should be a certain message that you want to uh, deliver to. Yeah. So this is what gave me the, um, um, like the courage and the um, um, like the push to start because I want Muslim women like me and other women who always wanted to be covered for any other reasons mm -hmm. to, to be comfortable. Yeah. Well, that's a beautiful mission to have. And I think when you have a, a purposeful mission that is grounded in, you know, a higher purpose, then you even if you hesitate, you don't feel like you're good enough. You don't feel like you have what it takes. You will push through those insecurities. Um, to be able to achieve it because you want to achieve that higher purpose. So I want to ask you, what was it like to design and launch uh, the Smartest Medical Wear? As we mentioned, um, you know, for myself, let's say I wanted to go and design, you know, because it's not like you're saying, okay, I'm designing uh, hijabs or like t-shirts where you could just say, hey, here's a print and just yeah. do it. But you're actually creating a brand new product. Did you have to go and hire a designer? Or did you design these clothes yourself? No, no, I, I had the plan. Like I wanted to start with three tops. Mm -hmm. I wanted to have more like all the options available. So I started with a top that has no zipper, mm -hmm. a top that has half zipper, and then a top that has a full zipper. Mm -hmm. So this is how I created like a small plan for myself. Mm -hmm. And then there are two types of, um, pants there's like the classic one and then there is yeah. the jogger one so i decided yeah. to go with both of them mm -hmm. uh, and this is how we started like i started sketching some stuff yeah. my husband is a dentist and this is where i got some of the um experience about the fabrics because mm -hmm. i always like wash his clothes i iron them so mm -hmm. i know which fabric looks nicer, which fabric mm. can tolerate more heat or more um, like how many washes you can wash right. them and without looking old. Yeah. So I, I had like um, a small idea of which fabric I want to go with, because as I said, like through 10 years, we have experienced a lot of fabrics. Sure. Yeah, and this is how it all started. And then when I contacted the factories, they were super nice that they were telling me just send us whatever you have on papers and we will make them like proper um they call it patrons like mm -hmm. digital images with numbers and they were very helpful with that oh that's awesome so the manufacturers actually helped you in terms of really getting that those last like designs yes uh kind of systemized that's really interesting that's cool yeah. so um yeah. that's really good to know for someone who is interested in creating their product so um you created something uh mashallah that's 
a great idea. And the challenge is for me as a, as a business owner, when I look at this and I, I was really curious to find out what was your yeah. approach for this is you created something that was a niche within a niche. And what that means is yeah. you kind of created something that was number one, it's already a niche. It's a medical wear brand. And then number two, it's it's within that niche, it's medical wear brand, but for um, uh, women who want to dress, dress modestly, right? Yeah. So how did you go about launching this product and then getting it into the hands of the right people? Because there's no option on social media that says target like Muslim nurses, for example, or Muslim yeah. dental hygienists. So what was your approach for getting the word out there and getting, you know, the, getting some buzz around your product? Okay, so there are like, um, I'm not agreeing with you because for me, <laughs> I thought that this is an advantage for me okay, because cool, yeah. I knew Let's who are my target audience. And this is a yeah. big, um, a big part of launching a business because you for need sure. to know who are your targeted audience. Yeah. Once you 100%. know who use, who's going to buy and use your product, that's like, now you're going to go to the next step. Yeah. For me, because in May we we're, we will be one year old. Okay. Mm -hmm. So during the first year after buying the bulk and starting everything, I was um, only using free stuff. So okay. I was on TikTok, on reels, mm -hmm. and then we were using hashtags. So this is what um, like TikTok and Instagram were one of like the biggest um, platforms um, sources that we mm -hmm. used. The other thing was uh, influencers. Mm. Influencers are amazing. We have amazing Muslim women in healthcare. Um, even our customers. Um, oh, sometimes like a girl would buy our scrubs, send us pictures of her and them making videos, TikToks, and then they go, okay, you have a green light. Just do whatever you want to do with them. Just make your um, brand reach out to more people. Amazing. And this is how, how it went. Now, after one year, now we are more established. We will go to the next step, which is like Facebook ads and stuff, the paid um, advertisements yeah. that now we have built a, a good base for our brand. Now we mm -hmm. can go to the next step. For sure. So would you say that it was actually an advantage for you to be so clear with who your customer is because you knew right away, this is who I need to target. This is This is my product. This is how I communicate with them. Yeah, just, but you will be yeah. surprised too that um, even like when I say Muslim woman, because I am one of them, but so many of my customers are not Muslim. They're mm. women that feel cold in the um, in the clinic and in the hospital yeah. because usually there are like air conditioned. Mm -hmm. um, they like some place, some women, they have tattoos or scars they mm -hmm. want to cover uh, or I, I, I remember when I was in school, two incidents happened in front of me. Mm -hmm. One time we were during like a very important assessment. One of my friends was working with her patient. When she bent down unintentionally, her back was uncovered. Mm -hmm. But she lost the whole assessment on that like session because mm -hmm. they call it like it is unprofessional to show skin in a place where skin shouldn't be exposed. Mm -hmm. So I was thinking, oh my God, like she was working. Why would she be thinking about other stuff? Oh my God, am I like this part should be yeah, um, taken care of. It taken should, care should of. be automatic. Yeah. Yeah. Another incident. I remember another um, friend of mine, she was a little bit 
um, it was another intense day when mm -hmm. my role that day was being the assistant mm -hmm. and she was telling me, oh my God, Saad, please, every time you come like behind me, make sure that my back is covered. I don't want people to see my back. And then, mm -hmm. so, so many stuff that happened during uh, the three years of my school that kept telling me that this should be solved. And then when it was the right time, yeah. when I told you it was COVID, I took that opportunity to, to work on this project. Mm -hmm. And was there was was there any um, any time in your journey where you felt like, you know, you had certain expectations about entrepreneurship or certain beliefs about entrepreneurship? And then once you embarked on the journey, you found like, oh, well, it's completely different than what I expected. It's ended up being like a myth or ended up being yeah. like a misconception. Yeah. So there are two stuff that I believe the most because before when I used to see people like our influencers on social media, you think, wow, they have the perfect life. Yeah. They already have their business. They're, they're married, but yeah. it's not like that. It is really hard. It is challenging. Mm -hmm. um, I remember last we launched uh, May 1st last year. It was Ramadan. Mm -hmm. I used to sleep at 12, wake up at Suhoor, and then I had to work on the business until Maghrib. It was, right. it's not easy. Yeah. So um, it takes a lot of time and energy, but um, it is worth it, yeah. alhamdulillah. But this this was one of the things that I used to believe before that everyone has a perfect life but me. Right. <laughs> when For I sure. came into it, I, I realized that no, it is it is challenging. Yeah, it's the they show the highlights, is, right? They, it's like they show the highlight reel. That's what you see on yes. social media, but you don't see like the hard work, the sleepless nights. You don't see what's behind the scene. Yeah, yeah. you only see the good image of it. Mm -hmm. The other thing was, I used to think that going viral on social media was easy, mm, <laughs> but yeah, it's not. Yeah. It is not. It is like you have to have a strategy. Strategy is only like a small part of it. The biggest part of it is that you have to stay. Uh, um, constant like yes. you have to post every day yeah. every week and then because you never know which is the one that is gonna take you to the next step yes correct. sometimes i work on a video that takes me hours on like changing the clothes editing but people don't find it attractive other videos that takes me like literally two minutes to do okay half a million views you know mm -hmm. so these are the two myths that <laughs> and then you have to, and you have and then you have to like study like why did that one why did that one kick off why did the other one not and then try to like learn like based on that like what is it that your audience is looking for what is it that they respond to and it's a journey right it's like it is you, a journey as you mentioned you have to you have to be consistent you have to keep trying and testing and a lot of people a lot of questions that i ask for sometimes sometimes for my students like they ask me like oh i'm not getting enough engagement on my posts am i doing something wrong and it's like no you just haven't figured out yet what is it that yes. your audience really responds to and that's what you where you have to keep testing different ways of messaging different ways of like not just it's not about like creating a different product it's not about creating a different business it's about how can i position this in a different way how can i communicate this in a different way and sometimes yeah. it's just the style of communication that needs to yeah. be changed yeah. so i want to ask uh you for someone now you're one year into your journey michelle you've grown your team what was that like for you and and what are the what are the things that you've that you've decided to hire for first what are the things that you felt like you needed to delegate um as soon as possible in your business um, as I told you, I, I don't have really like um, a good experience in dealing with uh, social media platforms and mm -hmm. 
uh, website developing. So I started the base and then when I wanted to take it to the next level, I had to hire um, uh, professionals mm -hmm. to, um, because like the, um, the competition is really high on social media. Yeah. So you need to have uh, expertise working on your brand to make it look the best. Because mm -hmm. there are some people on social media that are not super nice and might um, start throwing uh, like uh, bad comments mm -hmm. on you. So you, you want to avoid that. And alhamdulillah, I didn't experience that yet. But this is why I wanted to, um, uh, to take it to the next level. And then I had to hire uh, like marketing uh, agency. I had to hire someone helping me like... Um, with fixing the website, another one with uh, SEO to get our uh, website shown on uh, um, when someone do uh, mm. like look for the scrubs. Yeah. And so you you really is, what you did is you took an honest look at what your skills were, what your yes. strengths were, and you said, okay, this is what I can do. I can you know be in charge of the vision, the products. What are the things that we're going to release? And the business in general, but maybe something like social media where I'm not an expert in, let me go and delegate that to someone who knows better. Someone uh, like for websites, we need to get more traffic. Who yeah. I know I'm not good at this. Can I delegate this to someone who can? And I think that's the key in business is really understanding your strengths and your weaknesses and then focusing on your strengths and delegating your weaknesses. And I think just yeah. remembering that as a principle and then you know, what are the things that I, that I shine, uh, where are the areas where I shine or what are the things that I, that I am best at and what are the things that I'm maybe not so great and how can I find other people that are great? And then that's how you kind of bring your business to the next level. Uh, so I really appreciate you uh, sharing that with us. So, uh, tell me what are the, uh, what are maybe three, uh, tips that you can give, uh, to someone who's thinking of launching their own product or, um, their own business through the journey yeah, that you've sure. been on so far. So the first one you need to know, um, you have to believe in your product first and mm -hmm. you have to know why would people buy your own product specifically. Mm -hmm. There are so many brands out there, so many. It is so easy now to start an e-commerce business, but you have to convince people. Like for me, what's special about uh, our scrub is the modesty. Mm -hmm. So when I think of Hazel Scrub, I wanted to think about like modesty, what would people think of when they uh, are buying your product? The other thing is you have to know your targeted audience. Mm -hmm. um, I knew who I wanted to target. That mm -hmm. made it much easier for me. Some people were telling me, oh, you should get short sleeves. You should get uh, for men too, because you already have the website. Why don't you do that? But it, this is not how it is because yeah. you will have to market this stuff. You will have to have storage for inventory. You have to have like money to uh, to buy this stuff in bulk. Like I would rather spend my money on uh, fixing my product, launching new colors, new designs, rather than adding more options that I need to give even more time and more space in my life. And that takes a lot of discipline. Like as an entrepreneur to say no, to say, you know, this is not part of my what I set out to do and this is not exactly um, you know that doesn't resonate with my target audience and who my brand is for and so even though yes it might be uh, yes it might generate me a little bit more profit or it might you know have some upside but ultimately it would dilute 
my yeah. attention. It would it would distract me from my focus yes, of making this it. the best it can be. Yeah. The third thing is that make sure that you have a message behind your brand. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, and like for me, I, I always wanted to have like a positive impact that people will think of mm -hmm. me when they use my product. Mm -hmm. I, I have received millions of messages saying thank you for solving this. Your scrubs look amazing. The quality is very nice. Your customer service is very good. And this is what makes me even go like give it more. Yeah. Yeah. So these are the main three keys like That's everyone amazing. should think about. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. And I love that because, you know, you mentioned for the first one of getting clear on why, you know, your product, why a customer should buy your product versus another. And that's such an important question because a lot of people you know, start businesses thinking, oh, this person's successful. Let me copy exactly what they're doing. And it's like, that's not how it works. You have to create something that's unique, that's to you. And that, you know, there's a reason why people buy you versus your competitor. Number two, you know, and it's, I love that you brought up this point of being very focused and saying no to distractions and really understanding like, who is my target customer? Is if I'm going to create this new product line, if I'm going to launch this new thing, is it going to be in line with my original mission and then finally as you mentioned focusing on the impact and what is the higher purpose behind what you want to do um and i love that mashallah so uh can you share with us uh what is in store for hazel apparel in the future since we're on this topic right now what is it that you plan to launch is there anything that we can expect from you uh in the coming months yes sure so um when i launched um like i wanted um to test the market in the beginning for the idea of modest scrubs mm -hmm. So our tops were longer than what's available in the market, mm -hmm. but they are not long enough to the um, like level of modesty that we wear outside yeah. because I was not sure like how would people buy it? Like, would they buy it or no? Would they wear it? Mm -hmm. Like, or um, people will have some difficulty adapting and changing from what they used to wear before to this. But I was really surprised that uh, the community that we have created have been asking us, we want it even longer. Like now we're ready to go to the next step. Mm -hmm. so, Alhamdulillah, we're, we're launching our longer version within like next month maximum. Mashallah, awesome. So yeah, and we still have a lot in mind, but we're going to take it in steps so we can sure. focus on each product and give it um, like the best value of it. Definitely. No. And I, you seem like a very much. I mean, you've only been in business for a little over a year, but you seem like a very I feel like I'm talking to a seasoned seasoned entrepreneur, you know, based <laughs> like just based on your focus, your understanding of, you know, strengths and weaknesses and delegating. And, you know, there's a lot of little things here, but these are the little things that make all the difference. Um, mashallah. So, you know, may Allah I grant you the success uh, that you're looking for and really allow you to reach uh, people from all over the world and help them dress more mod modestly while being successful in their careers. So one more question that I have for you uh, is one that we ask every single guest. It's one of my favorite questions. And it's if you could go back and give your 18 year old self uh, one piece of advice, right, that can help her throughout her journey going through uh, maybe being a dental hygienist and then eventually an entrepreneur and all these little um, adventures that you've been on, mashallah. Yeah. What would you tell your 18-year-old self? If you could tell her one thing, one piece of advice, what would it be for you? Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> when I was 18, it was the year that I was going to move to Canada. So at that point, I had a lot in my mind. Right. 
um, but I would tell the people at 18 to um, don't waste your time, mm -hmm. enjoy your life, but have a plan on your future because this is the time when you you will work a little bit harder but in the future it will be easier for you like don't say i'm still young okay yeah. live your life have fun but be focused like know what you mm -hmm. want to do uh, work hard on yourself like study uh, start a business if you want don't say no because um, life is short <laughs> and then you need to um, to enjoy it, but still use this time wisely because yeah. this is the time where you have the most of the energy like, yeah. in your and, life. Yeah. And I would say even like for someone listening to this who's like 30 or 40 or 50, I yeah. would give you the same advice. I would literally yeah. give you the same advice. Like, look, and I, um, I really love that you shared that. I would really say, look, this exact advice that you said, if, you, if you're just kind of moving along aimlessly in life right now and you're not sure what you want to do, you know, well, do something like take a take a pause for a moment and, and figure out really where am I going right uh, am I just moving along day by day you know going by living by stride as they say you know uh just taking it one step at a time which is okay I'm not saying you shouldn't but I mean are you ultimately moving towards a higher goal are you early moving are you living a purposeful life are you living a life with intention are you setting goals for yourself and trying to achieve those goals and whether that's starting a business or doing something else if you're listening to the podcast here you're probably interested in starting a business or you already have one so what are the goals that you're setting for yourself and how are you moving forward towards these goals and what are you you know what are you doing in your day-to-day -to, -day to be able to achieve them you know outside of you know netflix and all these things that we do for fun and rest but it's also important as you mentioned for us to put in the effort put in the work and the earlier you can get started you know, the better, but if you haven't started yet, it's never too late to start. Um, so I appreciate you sharing that so much. Uh, so I'll do this. How can people go and actually, uh, look at your products, purchase them and, and follow you and support you on this journey? Yeah. So we are on, uh, like you can find us on TikTok, on Instagram mm -hmm. and Facebook on Pinterest. And our okay. main selling point is our website. Mm -hmm. It's www.hazelgotyoucovered.com. And then we ship to Canada and USA every mm -hmm. day, but we also ship worldwide. We have uh, loyal customers from Italy, from the UK, from New Zealand, Switzerland. Alhamdulillah, it has been um, an incredible journey. <laughs> Amazing, mashallah. So I'm gonna make sure that we link this uh, this website in the description, uh, wherever you're watching, whether on YouTube or on audio platforms. So go on, go check out hazelgotyoucovered.com and go and look at these awesome scrubs that uh, they have helped develop. I went on the website myself and I really like the designs because they're not only modest, but they're really stylish and they actually look really good. They look better than normal scrubs. So even if you're someone who isn't even a Muslim or who you know um, doesn't necessarily care about dress dressing modestly, but you probably wouldn't be listening to this podcast if you were, um, but still just for the sake of fashion, like they're amazing, they're really beautiful. And I love that is that you didn't just create a product and say, oh, it's a modest and that's all it has to be, but you actually created something that actually looks really good so yeah. uh, mashallah you know mabruk on that it's a really nice product Thank so you. uh awesome so khair for that and for joining us Suad. and you guys know the drill if you enjoyed this podcast make sure to leave us a rating and review on whatever platform you're listening on and make sure to let us know how you enjoyed the podcast and if you want to connect with omarpreneur just search omarpreneur on any social media platform and you'll find us there we're super active on instagram so go check us out there as well and we'll see you in the next episode take care assalamualaikum wa